Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your official Leguizama Rama spoiler warning. If you have not seen Vacation, the short film produced by Flatbush Zombies, um, I would highly recommend watching it. It is on YouTube. It's only nine minutes long. Um, but if you have wanted to watch it and you don't want to find out what happens, uh, don't listen to this podcast just yet. But come back in nine and a half minutes once you've finished watching Baby. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg and a pocket of chicken. Yeah, Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama, a podcast where two people from Melbourne watch uh, everything starring one guy from uh, Brooklyn? Queens. Queens. Um, my name is Zach. I'm one of the hosts of, of Leguizamarama. You might know me from not having been to Queens. I've only ever visited... Manhattan and Brooklyn, mm. and seen very little of Brooklyn. Okay. I'm joined, as always, by Mishra Trapp, yeah. who you might know from... Being a queen. I'm not going to lie. As soon as you said, has never been to Queens, I instantly went, well, my bit's going to be that I am a queen, but I'm like, fuck, Zach's going to say it. Zach's going to say that fucking absolute ripper of a joke. No. But then you didn't. No. But I did think maybe you would be like, um, I've never been to Queens, but I've been to me, like the song. Oh, no, I don't know that song. Neither do I really, but for some reason it rings, it rings a bell. Yeah, right. Did you just make up a song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we don't have Queens anymore. We have Kings. We, this is the first podcast recorded in the Charlesian era. Ever since God did not save the Queen. Now we have a King. We do. Uh, all hail. All hail King Charles King III. King Charles III. We are in the Charlesian era. Yeah. Is that what they'll call it, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really hope that William's son, whose name is George, mm. is that the, the next in line after William? Mm. I hope when he inevitably has children, I'm sure, like has a couple of babies, I hope he names him like, just like... Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I am King Greg the <laughs> first. <laughs> Graham. Graham. I am King Graham the first. <laughs> Suzanne. I am Queen Suzanne the first. <laughs> Mitchell. No, just I was thinking more like Portia. Portia. I am Queen Portia the first. Or Malibu. <laughs> I am Queen Malibu the first. I want, I want that. That's if you're great. listening, George. Um, Georgie, if you're listening. Firstborn, that's all we're asking for. We want it to be either um, Malibu. Or Graham. Imagine having a baby and not really no, thank getting you. to choose their name. That's great. Good job. <laughs> and not being able to. Well, no, you can't. Like in um, Denmark, your firstborn son is either Frederick or Christian. Oh, wait, is that all Denmarkians? No, the, the royal family, sorry. Um, 
I but that's crazy. Yeah, so like uh, bitch from Tassie, what was her name? Yes. Bitch from Tassie. Yeah. Uh, no, she's lovely, actually. She, that's a cool story. Um, it's like... What's her name? Yeah, yeah. what's her name from Tassie? Tassie, the one who married the, the Danish prince. It's crazy now. They, they, um, they will marry... They, will, they, they don't just marry their cousins. They will now marry middle-class people so long as they're skinny brunettes. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly right. We've branched out here. <laughs> you you may marry a skinny brunette. Mm. It does not matter her background. But when she was pregnant and they had a baby boy, they had to name him Christian. But it was this whole like, oh, new. It's the new era. Will she name? It's like, of course she's not going to name. Them. I mean, she's from Tassie. What a ballsy thing to do. If I hooked up with a royal and like there was like thousands of years of history. Mm about having to name my child a certain name. Imagine me being the one who was just like, absolutely not. This one's going to be called fucking yeah. Apple. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to, I mean, yeah. The, the one that's going to give them a crazy, it's crazy that they just used to marry their cousins, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. And, and now they're like, oh. Well, it was because they wanted to keep it all in the family, royal blood and all of that, I'm sure. I am. Um, I went on a bit of a, have you gone on a bit of a thing about royals since all this went down? I'll be honest, not really. I, I um, revisited the Diana story naturally because it came up. Mm, naturally. Um, and naturally. Naturally. Um, I was, the day she died, I was at a bowling party. Kingpin Bowling. With the day Diana died. Yeah, in Box Hill. Well, I always remember those bowling parties. <laughs> the day she died. Um, that's Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to mention that. It was my friend's wow. uh, eighth birthday. Wow. I love a bowling party. Yeah, a bit of fun. Um, but no, not really. To be honest with you, um, I don't. I, I think it's very sad. I think it's, cr- like, it's crazy to think that um, some, my, my mother knows no other um, head of the royal family other than the queen. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Mm. But I don't, I'm not that invested in the royal family. No, nor am I. I was just a bit interested. I was like, what's funny is that, she, like, I think she's related to King Henry VIII. Mm. Like, I don't know if she is. No, she is. Uh, they all are. So they are. No, but sometimes there's conquest. It depends on the, so she might, she might be related to the guy that killed the grandkid of him. Well, the first Elizabeth was... But they are all cousins. His, the first Elizabeth was his only living child, King Henry VIII. Oh, yeah. Um, that's Kate that's Blanchett. That's how she got it. Kate Blanchett is the only living... Yeah, that's how she got it. And yeah. then I don't think... Oh, but then... Was, I when too was the will War command the, the wind, sir. I've not seen Elizabeth. Oh, the second Elizabeth. Yeah. So the... I've forgotten the full title. But like within the first 10 minutes... I, it's not a good movie. The first Elizabeth is great. The second one it was not so great. Um, but there is a scene with Kate Blanchard mm. yelling at some guy, mm. and she screams, "I too can command the wind, sir. I have a hurricane in me that will strip bare if you should dare defy me." And it is brilliant. Brilliant. I don't know what the context of it is, but watching you remember all of it. That's incredible. Well, oh, it's wonderful. It's if you've, if you've seen it, you'd remember it too. I'll wow. show you after the pod. It's That's incredible. Right? Yeah. Anyway, She's sorry. Great. No, I, no, that feels on topic. <laughs> <laughs> You're apologising. Um, like here's that. another fun Kate Blanchett fact. Yeah, great. Um, my grade four teacher was her grade six teacher. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, can I say the school? Surely. Yeah. Ivanhoe East Primary. 
Wow. I went to Ivanhoe East or East Ivanhoe Primary. East Ivanhoe Primary. Ivanhoe East Primary. And then she went Ivanhoe East Primary. Then she went to MLC. Yeah, she did. She's but she went MLC to Ivanhoe East Primary School. I went to Ivanhoe East Primary School for grade three and four. I think she went there from prep to six. And my grade four teacher, Mrs. Hutchinson, wow. was Kate Blanchett's year six teacher. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Miss Hutchinson. Hutchie, if you're listening, congrats. Two two queens. Two you queens. Have, you have had come out of. She probably does that now. She probably says to classes, she's like, um, did you know that um, I uh, taught both the Academy Award winning actress Kate Blanchett and Leguizamarama's Mishwitra? I taught, um, yeah, Oscar, uh, double Oscar Award winning Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. and the Bunnings Lady <laughs> from this sketch. I'm going to, I'm going to name two movies. I'm going to name two movies guys. Um, and then maybe we'll see if you want to be talking in class. One of those movies is the Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring. Yeah. The other one is chef. Uh, Lord of the Rings is because I taught Galadriel from that. And chef is because I taught. So what, what, what it is, is she, that, so one of my students is doing a podcast with their friend. <laughs> So there's an actor and chef. <laughs> See, what I, kids, listen, I know a lot of you are hanging a lot of shit on me for being a bit old. You're like, oh, Hutchie, she's old. Yeah. She's too old for this job. Yeah. I'm, I was pretty cool when I was younger. Yeah. Let it be known that uh, famous Australian, arguably, arguably, the most famous Australian f- female in Hollywood. Top five. Top five. Margot uh, Robbie's. Margot Robbie's probably Margot crazy. Robbie's. Crazy that Margot Robbie's there. Yeah. Good on um, Margot Robbie. But arguably top five, right? Can't but think also, of anyone other than Margot Robbie. Probably, arguably top five, let's get the gender out of there. Yeah. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, because yeah. you got Margot Robbie, Russell Crowe, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. All right, top five most famous actors to come out of Australia in Hollywood. Yeah. I, I taught them. How to read and write. Well, not by grade six. Yeah, I, I taught them, you know, more advanced. The fundamentals of mathematics. Uh, yeah, I got, I, I, I got, I maybe taught them pi. Yeah. I don't know what you learn in grade six. You pass the 12 times table. Yeah, so. di- uh, well, yeah, by far past that. You'd be more like into fractions. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, so, and by Kate Blanchett, I'm assuming, of course, that you've heard of Elizabeth, the aviator. Um, fucking all of Kate Blanchett's films. Yeah. But have you heard of Spice World? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I taught someone who's hosting that in a couple of weeks at Lido Cinema in Hawthorne. Now, I know you're looking at me. <laughs> Miss Hutchinson. And you've been pretty naughty, kids. You've been pretty naughty. I get it. You've, you've just come out of lockdowns. You're feeling a little bit stressed about stuff. Uh, but I need you to know that uh, I taught arguably the fifth or fourth most famous Australian actor ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. The first or second most famous Australian actress ever. Mm-hmm. And I also taught the 52nd most popular uh, podcast on the New Zealand charts yeah. two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you all. Fuck you all. <laughs> so fuck all of you little... 12-year-old cunts. <laughs> Fuck you all. You motherfuckers. 
Um, I'm very excited to chat about what we're chatting about today. Good. And I'll tell you why. Because this one snuck up on me like a fucking sneaky boy. Great, Mish. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm going to handball to you. <laughs> well, um, we were going to do a film, which I'm assuming might be our next one or the one after. Whatever. Gonna... It'll be the next one. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a film. Um, but then some of us ran out of time. <laughs> some of us might be making it. That's it, Gone. Some of us were a bit busy. Um, so we're like, we need to find something like let's, something else that they've made. And I was just like, what else have they made that's short that we haven't done yet when we've also been busy up in other periods? And I was just like, what is this random nine-minute video yeah. on YouTube? Some random shit. I thought we were done with the nine-minute video. Same. So thank you for finding it. No, you're so welcome. I was like, what is this random? Fuck it. And before I even watched all of it, I just sent it to Zach. Yeah, I was like, we'll just do this. Great. And I liked it so much. Great. Um, and I'm really, really excited to talk about it because it comes with like just some funny little anecdotes about my personal life. Ah, uh, Mish, <laughs> that's so good. I watched this on my phone uh, in the back of an Uber. So uh, I'm glad you're, you've got this um, and I'm going to really frame this as like a Mish interview. <laughs> if you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, sure. Um... Great. Great. Let's do your blurb. Um, so for those of you who were uh, interested in watching it or whatever, it is called Vacation, the short film by Flatbush Zombies. All things, it just sounded like a, a collection of words that shouldn't be together. Mm. Like, honestly, I was like, this. I don't understand. I don't understand any of that except the short film part. Mm. I know what a vacation is. What's a flatbush zombie? Mm. I know what a vacation is. Yeah. I know what, I know what short means. Yeah. I know what a film is. I yeah. know what a short film is. Yeah. I know what a zombie is. What the heck is a flatbush? I'm pretty sure flatbush is a part of Brooklyn. Oh, is it? That would make sense. That would make sense because the Flatbush zombies are from Brooklyn. So I have there all of the ingredients, mm. but I did not know the cake that it would make. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do my blurb. Please. Vacation is a short film created, produced, and starring Flatbush zombies, an American rap slash hip-hop group from Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Maybe from Flatbush in Brooklyn. I don't know. We'll find out. The short film opens with the three members of Flatbush zombies eating sandwiches and egg salads, discussing how they can make their upcoming music the best music they've ever made. They have a goal of being on the billboard charts, right? Throughout their conversation, we see flashes of what I presume is their upcoming music, supported, supported by snippets of what looks like their next music videos. We see lots of bottoms covered in glitter, expensive jewellery, accessories and clothing, baths full of blood and some beautiful shots of nature in winter. As they discuss how they're going to make amazing music, they are joined by Lin-Manuel Miranda, 
Ice T and our boy Johnny Legs ruthlessly criticizing them, presumed to have be either representations of internet trolls who have been trashing them online for everything from their music to their appearance to their brand, or they could possibly be each rapper's own personal conscience that has materialized to help remind them to stay authentic to who they are. John Leguizamo plays himself. He's so fucking great in this. Mm -hmm. His son also joins him. That is his real life son, resulting in a hilarious exchange that genuinely made me giggle out loud in my house by myself like a big loser. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 yeah. What do you think, Zach? I didn't know the context, right? Mm -hmm. It took me a half a minute to know what was going on. Same. Because I didn't, it was, it was one for the fans. It was like an announcement, but you know who the Flatbush Zombies are. Now here's a fun film. Yep. Now I don't, I'm not, I'm not cool. Yep. I'm not a cool boy. I'm not up with the music. Mm. Um, you know, I know that, that the kids like Olivia Rodrigo now. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's bringing out a new album in a month. That's. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm broadly in that territory. Yep. Like, I think I, I you know, I kind of checked out at, at Beyonce. Yeah. The, the Olivia Rodrigo one is a perfect example of me realizing I was old because I'd never heard of her. Yeah. But she's like the biggest recording artist in the world or some shit now. I've never heard of her. But that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I'm now at the point where I know the biggest in the world. I know Billie Eilish. Yep. I know Olivia Rodrigo. Yep. I know Harry Styles. Yep. I'm aware of... If you're the most famous musician in the world... Yeah, I've heard of you. I've heard of you. Yeah, you and I are on the exact same page. We're exactly the same stage of life. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I I went from hating the pop artists Mm -hmm. to allowing them into my um, Mm -hmm. taste in music to only knowing them. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. I get that. So I didn't... I wasn't aware of the Flatbush zombies. Mm Mm-hmm. Me neither. It, it is a great name. And then I didn't know what was going on. And then I thought, uh, is this a parody? Because the music is quite good. Mm. It's really very good. It's very good. I um, Similarly to you, I started it. I got about two minutes in. Mm. Up until when they do their first flash of music. Like, and mm. I was like, I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, this is about rap music and hip hop music. Mm. Now, we can all agree that you're not cool, Zach. <laughs> Right? Mm. You're not cool. But I've got a cool pair of boots Yeah, on. They're very, very cool. He's wearing yeah. some white docks. Yeah, they're very cool. Um, but, but you, you know, they're not like... But do you know they're who... They're not Yeezys. Who is cool? Who? My, my boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's not cool either, but... <laughs> he's like... Sub, he's suburban cool. Yes, he is. He's suburban cool. He wears caps. Yeah. And he... I was like, I reckon... We've got to go to this new donut place. That kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, he knows when vinyls are being released. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's, that's cooler cool. than yeah. You know. That's the next level cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, but he's also a big fucking loser. He is dating me, so there is a part of him that's got to be like a bit of a loser. And I'm not. That sounds self-deprecating. I meant that to be funny, and now I realize it just came across it's as just, me. It's like it's you're being just like, shoot, you're just shooting everywhere. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You were allowed to laugh at that last thing I said. Um, but also if you do laugh, you're a bit of a prick. You're a prick. Yeah. Anyway, um, my partner loves rap music and hip hop music. He's mm. currently in Sydney. So I had to give him a call. I couldn't just turn to him on the couch and be like, stop playing that Sega Mega Drive and listen to me. I had to call him. And I was like, can I ask you to watch something for me? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, just because I feel like when I get to the end of it, I'm going to need some help. Yeah. 
And he was like, yeah, yeah, but like, what is it? How long is it? I'm playing PlayStation right now. What do you want me to do? And I was like, can you please watch this thing from Flatbush Zombies? And he's like, oh, I fucking love them. Right. So you had And I was like, all right, so I've I've got an in. I've got an in. Mm -hmm. And he watched it and I watched it and then we were able to discuss. And he kind of gave me a very very brief, I couldn't be bothered talking about it for too long, but um, a kind of like understanding of who they are. And they are this rap troupe um, that are not, really famous in mainstream rap and hip hop, Mm. right? Like a lot of people haven't really heard of them, but when it comes to psychedelic rap, Uh which is a whole other thing that my partner's really into, Mm -hmm. they're massive. Yeah. So they're very, very big in this kind of sub pocket of rap and hip hop. Well, they they have 650,000 views on this video. Yeah. The video itself is, I think, like three or four years old. Yeah. But that kind of gives you an indication of how big. Um, they've released, like, I think someone's, one of the guys' name is Eric Architect yeah. or Ark Elliot or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's quite big. But they've also worked with the ASAP group of rappers. Um, yeah. I, really, I, I probably should have it's, done a bit more research in this. The ASAP group yeah. of rappers, is, you've heard of ASAP Rocky? Yes. Yeah, so he's part of that group. So, and the ASAP group are massive. Have you heard of ASAP Soapy? ASAP Soapy? <laughs> I use their shower gel. You are admitting how little you know more than I was going to. I was just going to like float around and be like, not really. I, but like, no, I I'm feel like. I'm teaching you what I learned today. No, and I'm glad. I'm enjoying this learning. I hope that there's no one listening that's a big fan. No, I hope there is. I would love someone to be like, oh, like if you're interested, here's a bit more information. Because I cut my boyfriend off from the conversation because I was done with it. Yeah, I was like, like I'm done. This is yeah, enough for was, my. Yeah, that was all I this needed. This is enough for my 45 minutes, 100%, mate. 100%. Thank Hooray. you very much. But um, no, I've been, I've had a lot more rap and hip hop in my life in the last two and a half years mm. because of my partner, mm. and um, and yet he won't let you introduce him to horror movies. That's no, he but he's he's tried horror films and he doesn't like them. He came and saw Scream Five with us. He oh, did. that wasn't with you. No, I that wasn't was with there. um Michelle Brazier. Sorry, he came and saw Scream Five with us. Yeah, he tried. He doesn't like them. I can't. You can't. I can't and that's force fair. the guy. And I will say, I watched Event Horizon last night, and I had a bit of trouble going to bed. Oh, really? I was like, oh, I can see why people don't like horror movies. I was like, that the imagery of the violence and whatnot was in still, my head. I still close my eyes in gory scenes. Yeah. I 100% close. I'm, I openly admit I love a horror, horror film. Horry. Horry. I love a horror film. Um, but when it's particularly gory or when I know someone's about to get an axe to the face or something, I close my eyes. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I just want to know what's happening. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Bitch. I don't want to see the violence. Yeah. I just want to happily be aware that it's around me. Yeah. Yeah. I Look, I love a horror movie, but I also shouldn't go straight to bed after a horror movie. No. Anyway, carry on. Tell me about the Flatbush. That's zombies. all I know. I just told you everything. That's great. So That's it, really good context. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and the music was great. It was a lot of fun. What The, the fun part was obviously these cameos that Lin-Manuel Miranda... Miranda, Miranda, Ice T, and um, John Leguizamo made because it. I love so much seeing anyone really, but like particularly famous people, actors, musicians, whatever, that are happy to take the piss out of themselves. Mm. And the three of them were kind of playing these heightened versions of themselves, and I really, really love that. Like I think it's really cool when you can see. An actor take the piss out of themselves. My number one thing, I've said this many times on this podcast, my number one favourite thing is actors taking the paycheck, you know. Um, yeah. It's, it's um, the 
bow and arrow hunger games part mm. one, you know, hunger games three part one, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman scenes with Julianne Moore. I've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. What I don't talk about enough, cause I think it is my second favorite thing is great actors going, Oh yeah, that sounds like fun. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like their agent being like, uh, you probably don't want to do this, but I thought I'd forward it. And and or or they've they've gotten to them via social media. Mm. Fuck going through the agent. They've gone straight through Instagram. I love that energy. Oh, so good because they're they're having fun. Oh, it's the best. I have theories about each of these cameos though. Bam! This I is exciting. Think, I think Lin Manuel Miranda is a fan of theirs. A hundred percent. Because the dude is like obsessed with music, loves rap. I have a feeling he would know about these 100%, guys. Yeah. And their their rap is really really good. It's so a bit... I think that either he like the boys, the boys, the the Flatbush zombies were aware of that and contacted him, mm-hmm. or Lin has been in contact with them before and been like, would love to work with you guys. Something. Yeah. Something. That's my theory there. Yeah. I think they were like, oh, well, Lin-Manuel Miranda's a fan. We should reach out to him. 100%. 100%. I think Ice-T is someone who they've either worked with before or they look up to him in some way and, he, like, he's around. They, they, they're they in the same pockets. They know each other. Like, and Ice-T loves, loves to take the piss out of himself. He does it a bit. Um and again, probably no, like probably a fan of their music. I think, I think with Ice T, it's like he's aware of them. And he's yeah. like, have you seen what the Flatbush zombies are doing? Yeah, that's some good stuff. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. He is what Sean McAuliffe is to Auntie Donna. Yeah. Whereas Lin Manuel Miranda is what the cast of The Boys is to Auntie Donna. Yep. Okay. Yep. Adjacent. And a fan, above and a fan, and I'm loving where this is going. Yeah, this is great. Am I, is it weird that I'm making comparisons to my own no, career? That's how, no, not at all. Seems a little weird. I'm no, gonna, not at I'm all. I'm going to put it in check. <laughs> no, me, it was I like, like to think I am to Auntie Donna what the glittery bottomed women were <laughs> to Flatbush Zombies. Your, your great improv skills <laughs> is your glittery bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, once you've seen the music video, that'll make a lot more sense. I think um, I think it makes sense. Glittery <laughs> bottom girl. You can imagine a rap video. Now put glitter on their bottoms. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, and I think John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. I think his son really likes them. Bam. And so, so the bit with John, Johnny Legs in this, is he comes in, sits down next to who I think is Eric. Mm-hmm. Of the three guys, I don't. I'm so sorry if I got that wrong. And in comes this kid with them, and I was like, I've seen that kid before, not in a weird, creepy stalker way, but I'm looking up photos of John Leguizamo for our Instagram and for different reference points yeah. all the time. And I was like, I think that's his son. Yeah. And I looked up, and it fucking is. Mm. And basically, John Leguizamo comes in and was just and says to this guy, "You're constantly going on about how dark you are. You're not fucking dark." You don't know what darkness is. Have you ever seen... You've never even fucking seen Spawn. That's when I giggled. And his son's there, obviously, like, kind of embarrassed by what John Leguizamo was doing, being like, oh, Dad, stop. And he's like, shut up. It's very funny. It's a very funny little 45 seconds. Yeah, very funny. Um, I reckon his son was a massive fan of theirs. 100%. And like, uh, my guess is, is that like when Flatbush Zombies was touring or something like that, Johnny Legs got him some VIP tickets. Hey, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're like, hold on a second, man. Are you that guy from Spawn or The Pest or Tu Wong Fu or whatever it is that they've seen that we all go? 
Yeah, yeah, that we all go, wait, where did we see that guy from? And John Legs is like, yeah, man, my son's a massive fan. Do you reckon you could meet him? Like, it's his 18th birthday, some shit, or 16th birthday. I don't know. I think his son's like 17 or some shit. I was like, that's what I reckon. That's how I think that the Flatbush Zombies got those three people. I would love to know if I'm right or wrong, but I reckon I'm on the money. I think you're 100% on the money. You've got a better, you know, like I was going to say what my theory was, but your theory is better than my theory. What was yours? So all the same, the only difference was I thought they reached out to John Leguizamo. Okay. He was like, oh, who are these Flatbush Zombies? Well, you think they were fans guys? of Johnny Legs? I think they were like, he lives in the area, we should ask He knows him. New York, yeah. You know. But I think your theory is so much better. And then, and then I was going to say was that what I thought happened was he was like, "Who are these Flatbush Zombie guys? They've asked me to be in a thing." And his son was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, yeah. Dad? I love those guys. Oh my god!" And then he was like, "You know what? I'll see." But I actually agree with you. my theory. There's too many leaps of logic. Your one makes absolute sense. Yeah, I reckon that they were like, well, "Come on and do this thing with us," and he was like, "I'll bring my son." Because clearly, the scene could have been done without his son being there. But like, he was like, "I'm going to bring my son on." His son's not an actor. I don't think. I don't think. I think now I'm even past he drove the son thing. I think they knew that his son was the fan, mm. and that's how they went out to him with the offer. Oh. The offer was. We'd love for you and your son to come and do a cameo because we know your son's a fan. Man, I wish my parents were famous <laughs> and could just pull shit like that. I, I, I'm not famous, but I feel like if I keep doing this job and you, you'll have these connections as well. I often wonder like when I'm mm. 50 and I've got a 17 year old son, like whether I'll pull this shit. Mm. Cause I say to myself, I never would. Yeah. I'm like, no, they don't even, but then it's like, fuck, you know, kids hate their parents at 17. You'd do anything. Anything to make them love you. You would just do anything. Yeah. And I would, I'd be like, well, you know, they're a big fan of so, well, I could, you know, yeah. Yeah, as if you wouldn't. But also I think Johnny Legs is pretty cool. And I reckon that like on set with the Flatbush Zombies, they probably had a real nice chat. They probably sat together at catering for lunch. And I reckon they got along really well. I'm not saying that they're best mates. I'm not saying that they, they chat all the time. But I reckon that day and the day he brought his son in to see them in concert, they got along real good. I reckon Johnny Legs would be a cool dad. I can't imagine his kids are embarrassed by him. His Instagram's pretty full on. I think kids are always going to be embarrassed. It doesn't matter what you do or who you are. Kids are always going to find a way to be embarrassed. Yeah, my, I remember my mum, when she got into Facebook, added a bunch of friends of mine from, like, university because they uploaded photos of me, like, from different university oh, parties and stuff, yeah. and then commented on all of them saying things like, my beautiful daughter. <laughs> that was uh, that. That I remember now thinking back to when I was in my early twenties, being like, "That was the most fucking embarrassing." Now I'm older, I'm just like, "Oh, my mum's cute." Like, yeah, that's nice. But, but when I was then... 22, nothing worse than pictures of you and all your friends getting drunk on mm. goon, mm. and your mum just being like, "My beautiful daughter, so proud of how far you've come." <laughs> so imagine your mum doing that to a million people. Yeah. And that's how you would view it. Yeah. That's how you would feel about it. Yeah, but I... you'd view it that way while you sit in your mansion. But you don't know that's a mansion. To you, that's a house. Yeah. And also, he wouldn't live in a mansion. At best, he would live in a brownstone townhouse. You don't think he lives in a big house? I think he lives in a big house for New York standards. Yes. Okay. I think he lives in a townhouse. A townhouse. Do you think he goes to the supermarket by himself? Yes. I know someone in LA that so saw Angelina in... Jolie at the shops. <laughs> we know someone that saw Angelina Jolie at the shop. I saw... Um... Fucking, uh, oh my God, what's her name? Beth Grant. 
Yeah, that's uh, less. <laughs> okay. I saw Beth Grant. To yesterday. us, that's, yeah. oh my God, Beth Grant? <laughs> I think Beth Grant's all right at the shops. <laughs> Beth Grant could fucking work at the shops. You think Angelina <laughs> Jolie. Beth Grant could fucking hop behind the deli counter and, and do a fun. full shift and no one would bother. You and I would be like, you don't need to do this, Beth. Beth, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, Beth? Do it, do it. You can, you go need this. Um, do I think John Leguizamo? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think so. I think he, I think, I imagine he lives in a neighborhood where everyone knows him. So they don't bother him. Do you, so you wouldn't say he lives in like a gated community or something like that? I no. think, I think if he lives in New York, mm. I think he would just have to, New York's like there's there's those weird mm. gated apartment buildings yeah. and stuff. I don't think he lives in one of them. I think he would live in like, I don't think he would live in Manhattan. I think he would live in yeah, no, Brooklyn wouldn't. or Queens or something like that. Still, and I think he, I think he would live in a in a in a um, very nice house. Yeah, yeah, but New York's like packed in, yeah. you know. Like I'm pretty sure. Neil Patrick Harris lives in it. I saw his architectural yeah, digest. Same. It's a nice house. Yeah, but that's not a mansion. I guess it is. By I would say so. But it's not like a mansion. I was really surprised when I saw Travis Barker's of that. Mm. He doesn't live in a mansion. He lives in a big piece of land. But the house is like a one-story kind of. But that's very still nice. pretty mansiony. It's very nice, and also like he has a whole like fucking counter in his kitchen dedicated to matcha. Sometimes I think. <laughs> sometimes I think that's just a house, and then I think, oh, or maybe we're just seeing a part. What is a mansion but a big house? Yeah. You know where it's like, ah, uh, if I only see one third of the of the mansion, mm. I'll say that's a house. I went to high school with a girl whose house, this is not a joke, was identical to the mansion in Clueless. Wow. Like when I saw it, I was like, this is the clueless house. Like all marble. And yeah. Shit. And it had the two staircases that led to the same door. It's a little gouche, don't you think? Oh, it was outrageous. Um, gold taps. Taps legitimately made, they were shaped like phoenixes. But do you know what? Give me that over, I had a moment the other day, like give me that over like faux minimalism. I hate when stuff is like not minimalistic because Travis Barker's house is minimalistic. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's. I did not like their house. Yeah, but that's minimalistic in a, in a way that's like, I'm rich. Yes. Sometimes, like, I think there are houses that are, like, humble, but it's like, but it's big. Mm. You're clearly rich. Why are you pretending? Yeah. Oh, if I was rich, I would make my house look that way. <laughs> I would have very nice furniture if I was rich. Yeah. I, every once in a while, I'll see an ad on Facebook or something for, like, a really nice bedside table. I'm like, oh, Oh, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just buy myself. And then I go, it's like fucking $5,000. And I'm like, can you imagine just being like, I want, I have bedside tables right now. I Mm. currently have bedside tables. I think they cost like, I don't know. They were not expensive. Mm. Imagine having enough money to be like, I like that one more than mine. I'm just going to buy two of them because you need two. If you're like, generally speaking, you need two. I'm just going to buy two of those. Oh, $10,000 for two. Yep. Can you imagine being in that position? There'd be people that would be like, I want those two, and but unfortunately it won't go with the bed or the dresser. So I'm going to buy those two yeah. and I'm also going to call my 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 mm. um, stylist or whatever and I'm going to get them to redo the room to yeah, suit them. that's crazy to me. And I'm like proud. I'm proud of people that can do that shit, but that is just so... Like, Why are you proud of them? Like I'm sure like however they got there. Oh, yeah, good on them. Yeah. 
But we don't need to be proud of them. Some of them have worked hard to get that money. Well, that's a lot of them haven't. Yeah, that's true. But like, I'm I'm in awe of them. If I because I just I cannot imagine. If I had a lot of money, I don't think I would have a big house, but I would have a cool house. I would have I would have land. I want a yard. Uh, That's my new dream. I've changed, man. I used to want like a really, really nice. Then you got an anxious dog. <laughs> yeah, I got, then I got an anxious dog and wanted a giant yard. Get me a backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, um, but no, I know what you're saying. I used to want like my dream was one of these really, really beautiful. I know exactly. They, I, they're beautiful in Clifton Hill, these townhouses. Mm. I was like, one day I'm going to have one of them. They're around about $8 million. Yeah. And I was like, I want that. And there's no yard or anything like that. It's a nice little balcony, but they're beautiful. They're heritage listed. They're gorgeous. And my life has changed fundamentally from wanting that. I want land. I would have a fucking cool house. Do not get me wrong. I would have a very cool house. But I I want a yard. But I don't think... I think that, like, I I agree. I think a backyard would be a treat. I also just think I would I would... I think that people go for size when they're rich. They go for more rooms. They go for big rooms. Sometimes they look like shopping centres, some of these mansions you'd see. Yes. And it's just like, they look like apartment buildings. They look like cheap apartment Mm. buildings, but you get to live in every apartment. Yes. Yeah. And that's not what I would do. No. I would spend the money on, on, I'd get an, if I was rich, I'd get an architect. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would go bigger than like, you know, I would have a few, like, I don't know. If I was rich, 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 I just don't think I'd go that crazy. No. I don't think, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I'm saying all of this now, but if someone fucking handed it over $20 million, I would, I, I could become a complete cunt. <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah, probably. But I would be a cunt with like, I just wouldn't be a cunt with a big house. I'd be a cunt where I'd be like, do you know the architect of this house? Yeah, you would be that cunt. I wanted to enter it for awards and I said I'd prefer if my privacy remained intact. So mm. he didn't. I would love it if you did Architectural Digest. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's the, that's the sort of fucking choice of Arne's house. Oh, that's, that's in Melbourne, you know. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, you're aware. I know exactly where it is. Yeah. He's Troy Savan's house is stunning. 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 Because um, I was like, I don't know, how I, much did I share, that I'm going to share this information just because we brought up Troy Savan. I feel like. I don't know if you can. I think you can't. I don't think you can. Okay. I actually don't think you can. Okay. But it, it's a link. For anyone listening. I have a link. <laughs> Mish has a link to Troy Savan, but I don't, it's a professional one. I don't okay. think that's fair right. on that link. Um, but it's very cool. And Troy Savan. <laughs> If you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening, we've love got a your, link. Love your house and we got a link. And we got a link. Um, no, I lo- that's that's what I would do. If Troy Savan is listening to this podcast, I will shit myself. He's not. No, but no, I, he's not. I know he's not. But it's like if I was like, if Margot Robbie was listening, bleh, like that's crazy. It is possible that oh, Troy yeah, Savan could. Very because, not because of the link. <laughs> No. <laughs> the link is not why. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But it is possible. Yeah. Possible. All it takes, really all it takes is for Troy Savan to be a fan of your work. Which I don't know, but I know he's a fan of Reese Nicholson's work. Oh, jump on and have a listen to two Wong Fu episode. Maybe he did. Maybe he got hooked. Yeah. And he now didn't. he loves us. Hi. He didn't. We love you too, Troy. Troy, if you're listening, he's not. <laughs> 
But he could be. What would you want to say if he was? I would say nice love house. the house. Love the house. Yeah. And and I would say that if I had four million to drop on a house because I was writing great pop hit songs. Yeah. That's the sort of house I would. Yeah, we we think that you're a legend. Maybe yeah, I oh, know. the courtyard. Right? Yeah, that that yeah. courtyard's delightful. Yeah. That's I would do that over big. Also, your TikToks are funny. You do funny TikToks. I haven't seen them in a while, but yeah, I think they're funny. Yeah, what I saw back in the day is funny. He's got a good instinct for social media. You have a good instinct for social media. We're assuming you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, great instinct for social media, my friend. <laughs> Mish Witchrup. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts on this uh, short film we didn't talk much about? Um, I'm just going to say that um, I do think that people should watch it. It was really, really entertaining. And I I know that – so I'm going to Sydney to see my partner and then we're driving back and we're going to listen to some Flatbush Zombies on the drive oh, back. Update me in a latter podcast. Yeah, Matt was like, oh, we'll have a listen when we're the drive back because God knows the drive. <laughs> well, that's a lot of long one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's when I feel like we're going to do a couple of podcasts before that drive. When are yes. you doing that drive? A, a couple of weeks away? No, no, that's happening on, in five days. In five, well, maybe not. Mm. Mish, if not next podcast, maybe the podcast after, I'd love an update on the Flatbush Zombies. Sure, I'll give you one. Do you have any um, final thoughts? My final thoughts are earlier in this podcast, you said uh, something about this shoot having catering. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that that's the one thing I disagree with you on. I think you made some really sharp observations with how they got the cameos. I don't think they had catering in an official sense. I think the cafe that they filmed at um, also supplied some catering. I oh, think okay. I think they were like, oh, and if we're shooting at this diner, we could get them to do like the catering. And I think they just did some big um, boxes of sandwiches or something. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. what I think. I think it was how a low budget a good, kind of shoot. How amazing! Like, how tasty is a good diner sandwich? Yeah, and that's what I think they did. I don't. I don't think there was a formal catering. Mm. There was just like, you know, I think a sandwich is like such a good lunch. 100%. I really am a big, big... Like, I know that leftovers is the thing when you're older, really. Yeah. Like, but I fucking miss a good Bay Marine sandwich. Can I just say, without, like, I say this, everyone everyone who's like, oh, America this, America that, and they've got problems with guns and war and stuff, has not had a sandwich in America. Mm. The American empire will not fall yeah. as long as they're making sandwiches, sandwiches. that yummy. They know how to do a sandwich. Just just so much better than Australia. Mm. I'm sorry if you're listening in Australia because most of you are Australian. Mm. You think you've had a sandwich. No, you've had bread. Yeah. With so, uh, like some a, meats. Just a couple of things. The ratio of bread to filling in Australia yeah. is so... It, it, the filling is insignificant, mm. is statistically insignificant. And if you want to know what we're talking about, there are some great pockets of TikTok that are just sandwiches. Mm. Have you gotten into sandwich TikTok? No, but I'm sure I'd love it. Oh, it's so delicious. I think American sandwich is like 50-50 filling and bread. Yes. Is that oh. fair to say? Oh, I would say like 60-40. Yeah. 60 filling, 40 bread. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not and then you come to Australia and you're like, it's 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 you round it to a hundred. It's a hundred percent bread on mm. most like and I feel like the importance in Australia of reaching the corners of the bread is less so than in America. Oh. Like often everything's just in the centre of the sandwich here. Yeah. And that's fucking annoying. I want you to give the Leverguist, the Leverguist, I want you to give the Leguistamo rating before me today. 
Oh, it's a tough one because it is a very brief cameo, but I laughed and I laughed because he was serious, but he said silly things. And I think he improved the silly things, but he said them really seriously and he just acted them. It was a great moment of you just sometimes just saying a silly thing, but acting it with integrity is the best way to do comedy. I like, I got what all our drama teachers were saying. I'm going to give it four leg with Starmos. Okay. Um, I think that it captured everything I love about Johnny Legs. Oh, I wish you'd gone first and I could have adjusted. No, no I wanted four to Four is true. Four is um, true. I think it's, I think it's the kind of comedy that he does that I love, which is exactly what you said. It's the straight acting or saying ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had fun and yes. you can tell that he had fun. You could tell the, his son and also uh, the one third of Flatbush Zombies that was in the scene with him loved it as well. Um, I think it was New York. I think it was Johnny Legs. I think the backstory I built in my head of what the fuck he was doing there is mm-hmm. great. And because of that, I'm genuinely, I got a full Legs experience from yeah, this. 100%. I really, really did. I enjoyed it from the second he was on to the second he was off. Yes. And I'm giving it five Leguistamos. I completely respect and understand your four, but for me personally, the experience was five five Leguistamos. I respect that. And I and I, I was thinking about it, you know, when I realised you were going to give it five and I was like, oh, I, could, I wouldn't have bumped it up to five. I think I was already bumping it up to four. Four was the upper limit mm. for me. Um, you know, it is a cameo. Um, but I think you're absolutely right. He mm. did a fantastic job. Um, Troy Sivan, if you're listening. You should watch you it. You should check it out maybe. Maybe you could get a John Leguizamo cameo in. Yeah. yeah. Or like also if you are listening and you like Troy Savan. Troy Savan. You can message us. Like I don't know if you're nervous to yeah, do why, it or whatever. Just follow <laughs> us on Insta, give yeah. us a like, man. Yeah, like honest to God, like if you're nervous at all, like I'm big fan of yeah. Mission Zach's Leguizamo Rama. Don't be nervous, dude. We would genuinely love to hear from you. We'd love to hear. It's weird that you haven't reached out if you are yeah. listening. In fact, Troy. Because of the respect and love that we have for you and we want you to feel comfortable, it would be so normal for us to put some Flatbush zombies at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. It would make sense. I'm going to ask Tom to play some Troy Safan music. Get a bit of that my, my, my. Yeah, sure. Or Bloom. Yeah. Okay. You or choose. 1999 uh, feature, featuring Troy Safan. I believe that's a Charlie XCX song. Yes, it is. I like Charlie XCX a lot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Tom, take it away with whatever. Um, thanks for listening, Troy. <laughs> Troy, thank you for listening. And 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 I just realised the other day that some podcasting platforms have some pretty severe copyright issues. So if you're listening to this five years after we made it and you're like, why do they always request a song and then it goes to their non-copyrighted title music? Mm. Oh, the yeah. reason is because we got a, a great deal for all our back catalogue of content and we sold out. But... Until then. And you best believe that we would. <laughs> like if you're like, they would never do We would. We would do that. I'll we say would. one one last thing before we leave. I was listening to a podcast the other day and um, it was one of the first. I just went back to the start and he did this big rant about um, his Patreon because he was like, because I never want to put ads on this podcast. He's like, the reason I'm asking for this Patreon is because I will never put ads on this podcast. And then it cut to an ad. <laughs> Because it was oh. clearly they'd like like five years later he'd then just put ads oh, on all the podcasts because that was back when you couldn't. Very funny thought. So anyway, uh, if you're listening to this in 2025, enjoy this generic non-copyrighted music. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, enjoy whatever Tom has chosen from Troy Savan. <laughs>
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Trust me, why? 